Good morning, everyone. We are kicking off Neon and Beyond as we are into spring, full swing ahead. And I thank you for coming along on this journey this morning as we get you up close and personal with amazing things going on here in Clark County, Southern Nevada, and the greatest state ever, Nevada. Kicking things off this morning, I'm very excited to speak with the one and only, the man, Bronson Mack from Las Vegas Valley Water District. Good morning, Bronson. How are you? Oh, good morning, Steph. I am doing so well. Thanks for letting me come back on and have some conversation with you on Neon and Beyond. I know. We've been doing this for quite a while, something that I love that Lotus Broadcasting and the Water District has a partnership in doing. And in our new norm, I almost forgot what you looked like. Pretty soon, hopefully sooner than later, we get to do our in-person interviews. Well, I look forward to that day because that'll be a, a sign that things are returning to normal and we're, we're all able to go about our business. Okay, so before I get into all the questions and stuff that I have for you this morning, everybody at the Water District, you guys safe? And, and what's going on there? How are you guys operating? Well, we continue to operate primarily in a remote capacity. Uh, we do have some of our field staff and some of our critical utility crews that are either working in the office or working in the field to maintain the water system, continue water delivery. You know, the approach that the Southern Nevada Water Authority and Las Vegas Valley Water District took at the beginning of the pandemic was one of caution, protecting staff, protecting customers, yet still making sure that we were providing that critical need of delivering water through the, throughout the community. I'm happy to report that as we've been a year into this pandemic, we've been able to continue to operate those critical functions, continue delivering that water without any impact to anybody's level of service. That so we're, we're is proud awesome. Of that. Yeah, that is awesome. And we have a lot to get to this morning. But first, let's kick it off as we are in spring and we changed our clocks. What is the watering schedule? Well, you are absolutely right. We are in spring and here in Southern Nevada, we need everybody to change that sprinkler clock four times a year. We change the sprinkler clock with each and every season to adjust our outdoor watering. We have just started the spring watering season, so we have moved from one day a week in winter to now three days a week in spring, so we are ramping up our water use so that we can continue to protect our landscape as the season begins to warm, but it is very important that we not just flip from going one day directly to three days, but rather let's ramp that up, Southern Nevada, add an extra watering day. Uh, one watering day so that you're going two days a week, and then add that third day as needed. And this is primarily for your sprinklers on your grass landscapes. If you have drip landscaping throughout your property like I do, then you actually even need to water less. Right now, you can still get away with one day a week for your drip irrigation. You can ramp that up to two, but you really don't need to go beyond two days a week in spring. And then once we hit summertime, and all of our spray irrigation for our grass gets six days a week, your drip irrigation can then go to three days a week. And that'll help you give your landscape a good drink of water a couple of times a week without impacting uh, your water bill. And for those listening, you know, we, we're going to send a lot of information out this morning. What is the website where we can double check that? Well, we need everybody to make sure that they know there are three assigned watering days. Those days are assigned to you. Your watering days are the same days as your neighbor. You can go to snwa.com 
southernnevadawateratority.com. You can find your watering group there. Simply search your address. We'll tell you exactly what your three days are. And you want to make sure you're watering on those three days because water utilities throughout southern Nevada are monitoring for water waste. And if you're watering on the wrong day, you could be in violation of water waste ordinances and you could end up with a water waste fine. We don't want you to do that. Go to snwa.com, find your watering day, and then slowly ramp up to your three days this spring to get ready for summer. All right, so I'm going to use your words as far as ramping up as we get ready in full spring ahead. Um, With us being in the pandemic and everyone at home more, of course, here it comes again that we're going to be in a drought and we are using so much more water than we ever have before. What does that mean for all of us here in Nevada? Well, the drought is indeed serious, Steph, and I appreciate you bringing this up. You know, we've been talking about drought in southern Nevada since about 2002, and it was 2002 when the drought was officially declared on the Colorado River. Now, the Colorado River feeds Lake Mead, and that provides 90% of our water supply, and we've seen the level of Lake Mead decrease approximately 150 feet during, the, during that same time period. So Lake Mead, its water level has continued to decrease because we aren't seeing the same inflows coming into Lake Mead. However, water demands for Arizona, California, and here in southern Nevada, as well as the country of Mexico, have been managed pretty well. We've done a good job locally keeping our water use down. Arizona's doing their part. California's doing their part. But with that, we know that there is a high potential that we could end up with a federally declared shortage on the Colorado River in 2022. We're going to know whether or not that declaration will be made come August of this year. Now, if that declaration is made, and it's all based on the level of Lake Mead, so if Lake Mead continues to decline, and it's expected to decline about another 25 feet during the next two years, if Lake Mead hits those trigger elevations, southern Nevada will have to leave 7 billion gallons of water in Lake Mead. And that sounds like a lot of water because it is pretty good amount of water. Sounds like a lot. (laughs) Yeah. But with that, that 7 billion gallons is primarily water that we've already conserved. It's water that we already leave in Lake Mead. So we'll be able to manage these shortage conditions so long as our community continues to conserve. Conservation is only as good as what you do today. If you conserved yesterday, thank you for your service. We really appreciate that. But we need you to conserve today, and we need you to conserve tomorrow as well. And it's really that outdoor water use where we really see the biggest significance in water savings. And that's why we need everybody to follow the seasonal watering restrictions, because that helps us manage water demands, helps us reduce our outdoor water use, and ultimately helps prepare us to be able to absorb any shortages or shortage declaration that is likely to come next year. So when you're saying outdoor use, I mean, for those listening, and we say a lot, conserve, do this, you know, we think right inside the house. But what does that ultimately mean? Like, how can we do that as one person? Well, when we think about water use, and let's just think about it at the, at the residential level, the way that we all use water is pretty common. We use water indoors for laundry, for bathing, for cooking, for cleaning, for flushing. We also use water outdoors. Now, what is different is that the water that we use indoors, 
inside our home, that cooking, that bathing, that flushing, any activity that takes place inside the home, all of that water goes down the drain, goes into the sanitary wastewater collection system, also known as the sewer system, and all of that wastewater flows to one of our wastewater treatment plants in southern Nevada. And our wastewater agencies do such a good job cleaning and treating that water to such a high standard, we can safely return it back to Lake Mead through the Las Vegas wash. And for every gallon that goes back through the wash into Lake Mead allows us to take another gallon out and bring it into the valley as treated drinking water. This community-wide water reuse of our indoor water use stretches our water allocation, helps us meet all of our community's water demands because we're recycling that water. The water that we use outdoors, on our landscapes, to wash our cars, to hose down the driveway, that's the water we only get to use one time. And so we make conservation very easy in Southern Nevada. Focus on your outdoor water use. Reduce your outdoor water use because your indoor water use, hey, all of that water gets reclaimed and treated to near drinking water standards and returned to Lake Mead. So you don't have to feel guilty about waiting for your sink or waiting for your shower to get warm because, again, all of that water gets reclaimed and recycled. That's what makes us one of the most water-efficient and sustainable communities in the West. And I do have to say this because you have become like the little watering angel since we've been doing this for a few years now. One thing that I can't stand anymore as your junior water deputy, we are not supposed to be watering or uh, washing our cars on Sunday, right? You can wash your car in your driveway one day a week. As long as you have a nozzle that is connected to your hose and will keep that water from flowing continuously. Now, it's That's one important day a week. to know. Yeah, it's one day a week. And the reason for that is that initially when we developed our conservation program, we said no watering, or excuse me, no washing cars in driveways because that's a waste of water. We didn't realize the number of people in Southern Nevada that have custom cars or value, just value being able to wash their car, whether it's a Saturday or a Sunday. But being able to perform that activity is something that the community told us that they want to do. They want to be able to use water in that way. So we limit it to one day a week. We still encourage everybody, however, to go to a water smart car wash. Any commercial car wash is going to recycle or reclaim the water used to wash that car. So if you can go to a commercial car wash, that's the way to go. And we even have discount coupons for car washes on snwa.com. Print a few out, put them in your glove box, keep them handy. Next time you drive by a terrible Herbst or one of our participating uh, car washes, you're ready to go for your discount and you'll stay water smart. Oh, awesome. All right. We're going to talk to you in a few months, but before I let you go today, the last thing is we keep seeing, and you already talked a little bit about the water waste and, you know, making sure that the water is clean and redoing everything, but we're seeing a ton of ads, not only on TV, but our billboards, as far as the waste that we're finding when they're cleaning the water. What is that all about? Is that littering or what does that mean? So when we talk about water waste, we're talking about water that has now flown flowed off of a property and ended up in the gutter. Okay. That's considered water waste. In Southern Nevada, when we are operating our irrigation systems, our garden hoses, or anything outdoors, we need to keep the water on the property. Once the water hits the public right-of-way, a street, a sidewalk, a gutter, it's considered water waste. 
And if local utilities identify or document your water waste, you run the risk of getting a water waste fine. Water waste fines start as high as $80. So it's very important that you check your irrigation system. Check it at least once a month. Turn it on. Walk around the property. Make sure that water is not flowing off of your property. Keep it on the property. That's the important thing when it comes to water waste. Because the water that hits the gutter or the water that that hits the street provides no benefit to the community. It just either evaporates away or travels down the gutter and hits a storm drain before it evaporates away. But what about those commercials where we're seeing stuff coming out of the pipes and everything, which are very, very efficient, by the way? Is that not littering? What is all that? So the ad that you are talking about is an ad that was put together by the Clark County Regional Flood Control District. And the Clark County Regional Flood Control District message is really about keeping our stormwater infrastructure clear of debris or contaminants like pet waste or litter, because all of the water that doesn't evaporate away but makes it into our storm drain system will eventually flow out to Lake Mead. And if there's trash, if there's cigarette butts, if there's different contaminants that are in that water as it flows through the stormwater system, it will eventually get carried to Lake Mead. Now, fortunately, that ad, while it shows trash and debris coming out of the water faucet, I can absolutely assure Southern Southern Nevadans that the water treatment that we have and the delivery of our drinking water that goes to all of your faucets, all of your hose bibs, everything inside your home, that water meets or surpasses safe drinking water standards, and there is no litter or debris. It is just a a little bit of artistic uh, liberty, if you will, uh, that uh, the the regional uh, flood control district did with that ad. But I agree. It makes the point as far as keeping our gutters and keeping our stormwater clean. Well, and I think overall, we all are in this together, like we've been saying about everything. I know everyone's in their own boat doing their own storm, but it's still the same storm, and we need to work together to make this not be such a drought, because that is pretty scary right now. That's what we're hearing a lot of. You know, conservation and water conservation is really dependent on public participation. We need everybody to do their part to save water at their home. And here's the other thing. We have a program where you can remove grass and replace it with drought-tolerant or water-smart landscaping. We'll give you $3 a square foot to do that. A lot of residents have already participated in that program, and it is now time for businesses, for HOAs, for shopping centers, and commercial properties to do their part and get rid of that useless grass. So if you live in an HOA or if you work in, a, in an office building that has grass that nobody uses, grass in the streetscape, grass in the median, grass in the parking lot. Talk to your HOA. Talk to your leasing agent about getting rid of that grass. You want your business to be water smart. And if you are, have your business in an office park that has useless grass, it makes it tough for your business to be water smart. So have that conversation with your leasing agent. And residents, we want you all to talk to your HOA boards Let's get rid of that grass that's in our streetscapes between the gutter and the sidewalk or between the sidewalk and the block wall, the grass that nobody can kick a soccer ball on or throw a Frisbee on. That's the grass we need to get rid of because it is only drinking our water supply. We'll see. And if you talk to people, maybe a raise or more money for other things. I'm just thinking out loud. (laughs) 
right? You know, you know, concert. <laughs> Conservation is its own reward. Yes. The more water we save today, <laughs> the more it's there for our future, future generations as well. So. Yes, absolutely. Well, Bronson Mack from the Southern Nevada Water Authority, thank you so much, as always, for helping us, you know, shedding the light on how we can all do this together and, of course, keeping us on track on making sure that we are watering on the right days. Thank you so much, Steph. Everybody visit snwa.com. Stay water smart and keep conserving. You're awesome. Have a great day, Bronson, and be safe. Oh, thank you so much, Steph. Take care. Appreciate the opportunity. Bye-bye.